Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind plays these tricks on me. Sometimes, and I'll find that my Welcome to episode 85 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat. <coughs> The running podcast for the average runner. Currently, uh, public holiday Monday, and you're live in session with me, Woolly, Nathan Barden, and Steve the Spartan Sparling. Yo. Good day, everyone. Yo, boys. Yeah. Nice to have another day off work, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. It's been nice. My holidays. Three day weekend. I had two weeks off, so this is back to work to the grind that didn't sell. <laughs> oh, just back to Not reality. Yet. Haven't sold yet, mate. I heard it's the I heard it's the uh, the baker there is not not up to scratch. Nah, nah, they're having <laughs> trouble with their business partner or something. So I'm not sure whether that means um, uh-huh. the other person that's financing or whatever. I have no idea. They already have a bakery, so it'll be up to just let it happen when it happens it happens they're still interested they said they have keen interest they just have to wait to sort out something with their business partner or with well, their the partner. No. yeah with their partner it says so it could be anyone yeah. so however that works business talk that isn't it yeah well you might as well kick us off steve you've done the another 100k week yeah no i'm two in a row <laughs> i saw so what, glenn what did that take you for the month uh, 300 and my second biggest month ever. I think, I think June was my, um, slog out before the guzzler. I did like some big weeks. They're all like 95, 96, 95, something like that. And it was 383 and this one was 373. So yeah, second biggest month ever. Massive. I think it's like 90, I can't remember what it was. It was 90 something Ks a week, average 12, 12 you- and a half Ks a day. Have you built up to that slowly? How's it? How's that progression gone? Oh, it's pretty good. I had a pretty big base before that, so there was only one week where I didn't miss, and the others were seventy or eighty k's anyway. So the last two jumped up, but yeah, I have no issues. They're all been pretty easy, apart from maybe a park run hit, but all the others have been just jogging. Um, what was that two Wednesdays ago? I did. I run my age, so I did forty-seven k's that day. Yeah. I thought when you said that, it was actually your birthday. <laughs> no, nah, I had no time at work to do it. Eh? It's just that takes a, you know, four and a half hours or so. And then to do that in the one day and recover to do six day a week, it just would have been impossible. But yeah, I actually recovered really easy. Like I just went for a swim afterwards in the complex and then um, basically just jogged the next morning just to do a recovery run, you know, like 550 pace, just an easy out to Caramundi Lakes and back when I was up the yeah. coast. And I think that day I'm thinking, geez, my legs feel pretty good. So the next day was that Friday, I did a 12K run. And then on the Saturday, I did a park run and then run back to Moffat's from there. So it ended up being about 14K to round that up to 102K. So, yeah. But they're all six-day weeks too. I only did it in six days. Had a rest Had a rest day on the Sunday, the first week, and a rest day on the Monday. And then did the 100K this week from Tuesday to Sunday. So Man. can you imagine the amount of Ks you could bank if you just didn't have to work? Like that's all you had to do. Yeah. It's just train and recover. You train twice a day, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah well, I run so I run with fun. you the other day and I said I'm gonna do a double run day. 
on the Wednesday and I did that and then I did it again on the Thursday. So, um, so good, one, eh? one of them was a bit shorter and easier and then the other one was a longer, harder effort. So yeah. Um, yeah, it worked out all right. It was just a trial thing. I, I won't be able to do it while I'm working. So yeah. may as well give it a crack while you're on holidays. Nice running through them trails at the dam. Hey. Yeah, it's really good. Visual thing just to get away from the footpaths and roads, eh? I reckon. And and the noise, it's like so quiet. You can just sort of chat and it's nice and quiet. So we were talking about that, eh? Just saying like you've really you gotta quickly adjust your eyes to like actually looking where yeah. you're putting your feet. You you hit you hit a little um tree root or something, and then you think to yourself, shit, Steve's I'm not running special. on the footpaths anymore. I've got to really pay attention here where my feet are going. It's weird, eh? Because you do get used to running the footpaths again. doesn't matter. Like if you were running trails all the time, just running on footpath, it's easy to transition that way. But to go back to a trail after doing so much road running, it really your eye level drops down to a few meters in front of you because you're just looking at your next sort of two or three meters of stepping through whatever. But you still, you still sort of focus up a bit. You're just having a sort of a quick visual on your next sort of three or four meters to make sure you're not tripping up. So, yeah. A lot it's more just, concentration, definitely. It's just a great place to run out there at Bullocky's Rest. It's got to be like one of my favorite spots to run for sure. Like it's just so nice. It's like not flat, but it's not hilly. Yeah. Soft underfoot, shady, perfect for summer, yeah. eh? Like you can get in the shade. It's just unreal. Even when if, if you're running for quite a while and it starts to warm up, you can still, you're still getting pretty good um, cut, like um, shade. Mm out there yeah. yeah it's quite thick hey eh? it's quite thick yeah. the, the sh- trees so you get a good bit of coverage so steve have you done any uh like double run days or have you just been like go out and do like a 15 20k sparling what was that sir have you done any double. double run days or has it just been um um uh, like big like 15 20k days well, we did, well, we do 11 and a half Tuesday, Steve. So that was my first run that week. And then Tuesday and Wednesday were both 20, 20 and 24, I think. So those two days was the bulk of it. Yeah. But um, in the morning, yeah. So in the morning, I'll have a quick look. But yeah, I did an easier run one morning and then a harder run on the, the Wednesday half. Well, vice versa. Wednesday morning was a bit harder. And then Tuesday half was like a bit sort of easier. And then... Wednesday, yeah, Thursday morning I did the easier one, and then yeah, Thursday afternoon went harder again, sort of thing. So just, but that was the bigger one. The harder one was always the bigger one, just the easier sort of sort of recovery, I guess. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go back and have a quick look. So I'll go back to the dam. So I did the the run with Steve was eleven and a half k on Tuesday, and then um, oh that was Wednesday, was it? So yeah, there you go. Tuesday, I did a run with Daniel. So that was Tuesday, and that helped me get 300 Ks for the month. And I thought, I wonder if I can make. So it was sort of all tied in. So that was the end of that was a 300 K month. And then I thought, I'm just going to keep going because I'm on holidays. That was my first day back on holidays. So I had a rest day. And then I run with Steve on Tuesday morning. And then (laughs) that was 11 and a half. And then on uh, Wednesday morning, sorry. And then Wednesday afternoon, I did a loop around the train station up at Dacoban, which is another nine and a bit. So that made it out to, what's that, 20 and a bit. So 20, yeah, 21 nearly, I guess. And then Thursday morning, I did a um, eight and a half K run, just easy at 5.18 pace. And then in the afternoon, I did 14.5 during that storm. So I run from oh yeah 
down to the mill and then Jeremy Gard from North Lakes Park Run, he was doing a lactate threshold test, which I think he described it to me. I said, yeah, I'll jump in with you. So, you know, that 1K loop you do, Steve, there yeah, around yeah. That, around the road, we jumped on that. And basically you can just sort of, it's pretty flat and the corners are pretty good too. Like you can just take the corners at sort of pretty, pretty full on pace if you want. There's no real sort of sharp corners. And, um, so I jogged down there and he was already in his warm up. So then we jumped into it. So the, basically it's a 30 minute test and you break it into a 10 minute first section to get your heart rate up. And then the 20 minute second section is just to keep running as far as you can for that 30 minutes at whatever pace you can, can do. So for me, it would have been easier, but I guess for him, he, he was going flat out and I was just pacing along with him. And I think your lactate threshold is your average heart rate over the second 20 minutes and your pace. So that's how you work it out. The first 10 minutes gets your heart rate up and your, and your pace to where you want to be running. And then you just keep running for the, the whole 30 minutes. So the, the actual percentage and your pace is taken off that second 20 minutes of that, um, that 30 minute test sort of thing. So I run with cool. him and he's done it twice now and he got basically within the same heart rate, like within one beat and the same pace within one second. So yeah, oh. I think he's pretty much where he is. That was just a second, just to back his first test up a month ago. So wonder how much effect the heat would have on that, you know, like on a hot day. Yeah. And... A hot day would have been different because you know, when it rains, you're quite cool. Like you, your body temperature doesn't really get up, does it? It's just yeah. sort of because we were soaked, and then also I said to him, "It might have been, might have been different if you were dry because you're not as heavy. Your shoes aren't heavy, all that sort of stuff." Yeah, but it's he, hard, he was, to, hard yeah. to get that exactly right unless you're in like a bloody, you know, an air conditioned laboratory. Yeah, on a treadmill or something. Hey, yeah, I guess so. Because on a treadmill you can just keep pushing, but yeah, it's, I don't know whether that's the same effect. Like it's a flat surface there. You're running the same loop over and over. And I was sort of hoping he gets to 7K for that five minutes, but he didn't. He sort of got to 6.6 or something. I think he just died a little bit that last K and a half. So I was pushing him. If he gave me the go-ahead, I really would have pushed him hard. But, yeah, I was just happy to jog along and just have a chat with him and keep him keep him on point. So, yeah, the next day after that, I did a 10K and then did park run warm-up and did my run. And then, um, yeah, it was a bit of a fade. I don't, I don't think I had, because I haven't done any speed work. Those last two weeks have just all been long runs, long, easy pace runs. And as well as that, you guys know after doing a, a long distance run, you don't sort of fully recover muscle-wise to do that fast running again. So, yeah, going back two Wednesdays, I did 47K in one day. So, yeah. And then, yeah, yesterday I did Brighton Early Run Club on Sunday which is 11 and a half K. And then I got home and went, oh, shit, I only need like 5K to make it up to another 100K week. So I took the kids out on their bikes and Kylie come along. We just did a loop around Kalanga to finish it off. So 100K. Good, mate. Good week. Yeah. Feeling good too. I don't have any soreness or nothing, though. No, I reckon I could just go out and run 20K today. It's just weird. Have you got anything coming up? Are you just, just going to try and bank some big weeks and just uh, hope that will improve, keep that going till the end of the year? Well, pretty much all my running, I've been running up and down the hills as well. So, you know, Steve Moffat Beach, it doesn't matter which way you go. There's a hill to get in and then get hill to get out both ways. So, and if you go towards Calandra, so all those runs I did up the coast are all hilly. And then this week here, I did like um, 870 metres of elevation just in those six days worth of running. So, um, I got the SEQ Trail Series run next Sunday. 
Um, it's only 12K, but it's around 450 meters of elevation, I think. So it's Where's just, that one at? Um, SEQ at Inogra. So, Inogra. yeah, it's basically the same start as all those trail runs that you've been doing straight up yep. the hill. And then you head down that very first hill along the dam and follow the dam basically out, heading out towards um, sort of McAfee's view, but you don't go back around the dam. You just head out one of the back trails as if you're going to go up sort of um, uh, Nebo Road and then you just turn around after 6K and turn back. So it'll be a bit of a hilly sort of run, but from what mm. I've been doing, but I, I'm pretty sure hopefully the base in my legs won't fatigue as easy, you know what I mean? So I'm just sort of banking on that. Yeah. And then the following week doing Bridge to Brisbane. So that's all I got planned. And then December, I got the 25K at um, the Gold Coast GC50 there. So I'm just doing the one loop, 25K. And you just reminded me, I forgot about that Inogra trail You're doing that, eh? Next week. I went to that. I bet <laughs> Are you in? Paul emailed me and said, it's only Bridge to Brisbane now, eh? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a like a few weeks away, but oh, no, it's the, eight, uh, it's the eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, sixth of November, uh, don't forget we got uh, Remember it's Day Red Run, yeah, uh, Nogra. It's um, from we start from Trek to Health House, and it's um, eight and a half k around the different to last year. Uh, be the same as in twenty twenty one. We actually go all the way around the reservoir and it's uh free to enter we just ask if you can raise fifty dollars so you can uh stick that in yourself or um you got free burger and coffee and um yeah metal and i think there's other goodies in that giveaway so if you if you can make it for a uh sunday morning run and come along and support the trek to health yeah it's a good event it's a great race as well good little yeah. run eh? Nice you can course. run it, walk, jog, you know, uh, bring the kids, uh, jump in, and that, everyone gets a medal. So you have a good, uh, obviously, be a few people going to smash it. I'm going to give it a good go. I'm, I'm actually running as well. So um, as well as being race director, I'm going to run. So, um, yeah, be a good, uh, have to, a good little You'll have to get that event. new um, 360 camera out, Nath. That, yeah. Geez, that thing looks bloody good. Oh, mate, it's, um, yeah, I'm just sort of touching the surface with it, but uh, um, that's that's great, you know. You can go from, like, Tiny Planet, Inverted Tiny Planet, and do all the other good stuff. So, um, yeah, it's uh, just to add to – it would have been good having that for the Sydney Marathon, but um, I think it'll um, – it uh, yeah, just a bit of extra stuff to me, uh, run videos, hopefully. Quality Is it swallowing up? memory on your computer like is it really slowing it down or not no well, i've actually been editing most of it on the phone but it eats up the storage on the phone once you save it once you save a uh, video um the the even though it's records in like 5.7k if you edit down to your 9 by 16 youtube uh size it cuts it right down to about 1080 anyway so um yeah it, uh, it, there's pros and cons for editing you know it depends on what you want to what you want to make and how long you want to make so what i'll do is i'll edit it and then take it across the iMovie and then you can add in other stuff mm-hmm. and that so uh, be interesting if i do a full race with the 360 to see what it comes out like compared to the gopro because the gopro i know even though it's recording just like our screen size here nine by 16 
that um, it will be, I can record in like 4K, but uploading to 4K to YouTube takes just forever. You know, that Sydney Marathon one, I had to drop it to upload at 10 point, uh, 1080K rather than 4K because the the uh, the computer that YouTube just takes forever to upload because it's such a big file size. So yeah, unless you've got, unless you've got, it's not so much the computer, but it's just like YouTube. And I don't know how people are uploading 4K to YouTube, but like um, the guy in the shop was saying, just upload to 1080 and put it as 1080. If you record at 4K, it's great because then your quality of it is good. So when it downgrades it to 1080, it's still going to be a really nice high quality rather than record at 1080, upload at 1080. You're losing some of the quality, but if you're recording 4K or I record in 2.7K, um, it's just easier to process on the Mac and then upload to 1080. And the quality is all right. Most people are watching on their phone and stuff, but um, I watch a lot of YouTube on TV. But um, the quality of that video from Sydney Mountain seems all right even on the TV. So even though I didn't upload it at 4K, cool. Well, I had a, I had an, I had a good week, but I had an interesting week. I, uh, I got a hill session done on Tuesday. Uh, it was three sets of, uh, five hill reps, I think. Yeah. Five, so five, five hills times three, so like 15 hills with a little bit of a break in between. And, um, that felt good. Felt pretty strong, only 30 seconds. So it's not too much to like completely fatigue you, but it's enough to make you work really hard. Yeah. And then um, I was going to go out to do the session on Thursday morning with the bush turkeys, right? So I was, that was the plan. So I, um, oh, sorry, they were doing that on Friday morning. So I was, I was like Thursday session. I said, I'll just do on um, Friday morning. And then, Thursday night I had the, I just didn't, I reckon I probably got like two hours sleep the whole night with, um, just up with George all night. My youngest, like, man, we were chatting about it in the group. Like you just, when you don't get any sleep, it just really, really affects you. Hey, like it affects everything the next day. You mentally don't feel right. You feel just, you'd feel like a zombie. Uh, anyway, so then I got home had no sleep. And I was like, should I do this session? Or, you know, you know, all the things running through my mind. Oh, are you going to get anything out of it? You're so exhausted. And I was like, man, I've just got to get this done. So I laced up me, uh, me alphas. I've got two pairs of alpha flies, an older pair and a new pair. Put the older ones on. I was like, look, I'll just go and get this done. Do it as best as I can. I think I had, it was four times five minutes. Um, and I was assuming it was sort of like, you know, faster than half marathon pace. Anyway, I was like really not keen on doing it. <laughs> I jumped, got the shoes on, running down the road, just sort of like turning onto um, the main road where I start running. And then I heard like this sort of like, and then every step it was like, I'm like, no, what is that? I busted an AirPod in the alpha. So I'm like, Oh shit. So then I jogged home and I'm like, this is a sign, pull the pin, <laughs> like go in. And I'm like, nah, cause I'll just won't, I won't relax all night. I'll be thinking, man, I should have got out there and done it. So I put my new alphas on, jumped, uh, put them on, jumped out the front door, started again. And about a K into it, 
like a bat came flying straight out of a tree. Dead set nearly hit me in the head. Pissed or shit all over me. Oh. Um, and I like freaked out. So I was like, oh, so I paused my watch, but then my watch started. So I hadn't pressed start since I ran home. So I'd lost the K of the run. And then um, I ended up getting the session done. But, oh, man, my paces were pretty shit. They're about 345-ish. For hey, the you want to wash that, that stuff off you because they carry the hendrovirus. Oh, no. I did, only when I got home, I Googled it, and I was like, oh, you can get sick from yeah. that. They um, don't have rabies or anything, but they have uh, hendrovirus. That fuck yeah. that kill you. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to watch it we were, if they scratch you we and stuff. We were talking eh? about this the other day between me and someone else after seeing Steve Strava. But does they don't they pass that onto the horses and then you catch it from being a horse handler? So it's passed through the horse, yeah. is it? So you don't yeah. get it directly from bats, though. You got to be. You got to catch it from. I'm horse. not sure how it goes. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't risk it. I'd be a bit... Yeah. I know I think... that if a bat. Bites you or scratches you, you got to yeah. get to the hospital immediately because it's really bad. But I think the Hendra virus was passed from the horse to the horse. To so the, the horse has got to get infected first. I thought it's not direct the other way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the handlers were getting it from the horses. Yeah. Infected, infected horses. And it was like, like you, serious. They dropped dead instantly. Yeah. yeah. If you think a horse has got Hendra, then the, the vet has to like suit up mm. fully, like, like COVID kind of thing, you know, fully. Suited up, test, then take all their stuff off them. You, you, the horse is not allowed to leave the property. No, 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 no other animals are allowed to leave the property. All that stuff. It's really like, yeah, yeah it's pretty full on. The mm. bats, the bats is a terrible thing, man. Down the road from where we are, like it's only about two and a half k. So if I was to do a five or six k loop, we there's a duck pond down the road that goes from one of the shopping centers, passes through She's Road, sort of like a main easement way for the spillway so it all sort of backs up there there's a really nice place to jog and that's where i've been coming across all these snakes and stuff because they just sort of hang around the water i think but the last couple of months i have just been avoiding it because there's a bat colony there that'd be thousands yeah. eh? and they're in the trees yeah. they've stripped all the trees yeah, you go down there first thing in the morning or before the evening before they take off and fly and they're all hanging there and they shit everywhere, and it's orange. They need, they need culling, shit. eh? But people are like, oh, no, there's not enough of them. There's apps. You watch, sit there like we were at, at Caboolture that night, all those bats flying over. Yeah, like, hundreds of thousands of them, eh? Oh, it's millions. It's like a cloud when they fly over. Yeah. yeah. I remember going, I used to go out to your poon. The um, doctors out there said the bats are a nightmare. They need culling, you know? Yeah. It's, just, it's just too many, too many of them. But, yeah, right. definitely. Yeah, they yeah. definitely needs they definitely need bloody um culling, but so then people uh, like up and down about it. Yeah, as it affected your run, it pissed on you, Steve. So you had to go home and scrub everything off. I took the kids on that five k ride just to finish the hundred k off for the week, and I thought I'll just go this way because it's flatter, and forgot about all the bat shit on oh, the ground. No. So yeah. Emma's riding along, she's riding through all this fresh orange bat shit, and it's all up her black shirt up the back off the back oh, wheel. No. It's all over the tires, and the thing is, it's so sticky. So then, all the leaves and crap that they're riding through sticks come the off tires. No, and because it's five k, it's like being on there for probably fifteen or twenty minutes since they first did it. You get home, and you got a high pressure hose off the bikes, off the shoes, everything. Eh? It's shit. Yeah, yeah over it. Eh? Just yeah, okay. Even after the rain, it doesn't get washed away. It's just still there. Like yeah, on the pressure wash stuff. that stuff off. I the think it's just if you got um. Like uh, the app Snapsend Solve? No. no. It's an app called Snapsend Solve, and it'll just send anything like you see graffiti, you get dumped rubbish, uh, trees, 
blocking the path, stuff like that. You take yeah. a photo of it and you don't even have to take a photo. You just, it, it marks it on the map and it sends it to the council yeah. as uh, something to do. Like we do it for the potholes and if there's dump rubbish and stuff, I just do it all dead animals, whatever. You know, like is there's a Snap, rule. Send. The road. Snap, send, solve. And it register yeah. your local council, yeah. and then so it just sends it off. Sometimes you get an email response saying, "Oh, the council have received your." Um, what well, would they come through and clean all the batshit off the pathway? Yeah, if you say this is a ha- it's a hazard, just say you slipped over on it, um, and it's you know batshit. Could and then you could put in notes. Can you pressure wash to clean the footpath, please? Yeah. And they'll send someone out to do it, or they'll yeah. send someone to assess it um yeah. but it's yeah things. i've used it i use it all the time and it's what the um we had a guy from the council said oh if you ever see any potholes just do snap sense old it'll come through it'll get put on the list mate it's great it's a great awesome. everyone should just have it because if you know you go past you see rubbish dump somewhere or someone's decided not to go to the tip and empty their boot of their car somewhere you can just like take a photo of it it marks the location they'll send someone along clear it out it's great awesome <laughs> never knew that yeah, good app. Yeah, so got that that session. I got that done. Then uh, Saturday jogged, did a uh, bit of hybrid training in the garage. Then jogged for forty minutes. Um, <laughs> you laugh. We'll have to do a session in there, Nath and yeah. Steve, and film it and put it on YouTube because it's full shirts off. Ultimate, like, the, the ultimate hybrid like, session. Really good. Not- so it makes you look like really ripped. It's awesome. We're not, we won't call it the hybrid session, we call it the ultimate hybrid session. Yeah, yeah, hitting. We don't just do weights, yeah, yeah, we don't just do weights and running, we do like Thai boxing as well. But, um, yeah, so then, um, Sunday went to my parents, did an easy jog, Mm -hmm. and then me and dad went in and got our numbers from Kuparu at the Sri Chinmoy Center, I think it was. It was just at a house, but it was underneath, it was kind of like a bit of a shrine to him. Um, and uh, yeah, got our numbers and then um, got there this morning and shit, man, it started getting hot real quick, eh? Like real quick. Just, it was bizarre because after I'd finished, I, was, I said to Tammy, it feels like three o'clock in the afternoon. Like it was weird. Yeah. Really did feel like an Arvo. But yeah, then, so I was in the 10K, um, just went for it sort of from the gun and I was in fourth position. And I kind of resigned to the fact that I wasn't going to get a medal. I was like, oh, shit, you know, fourth. But the guy was like 50 meters in front of me. And I was like, I just, I'm proud of myself for like my mental. I didn't let my negative thoughts take control. Like I kept telling myself, no, you're going to catch him, grind, grind. You're going to get third. You're going to get third. And then I chased him down and I caught him. So he's in front. I was in fourth by about at least 50 meters for probably from about three K onwards. And then I managed to catch him with about a K to go. I like grounded out, just caught him. Yeah. And I was man to just catch him. I was absolutely cooked. And then I thought I've got to go buy him as fast as I can, or he'll come with me. So then I went by him as fast as I could got to, uh, about 400 to go. I looked back and I put about 20, 30 meters on him. And I was like, Oh, I think I've got him. And then, um, yeah, I put in a big effort and I ended up getting third place behind, um, uh, I think Robert trims from the Burt squad won it and Peter Bracken, the boss dog, top dog of the Burt squad. He comes second. Yeah. 
and I got third, so I was pretty stoked with that. 36-30, a run. Yes. Bloody hot conditions, a bit of wind, pretty stoked yeah. with that. Pretty good, mate. Um, good to get a medal, you know. Weird, though, because that Robert Trims, he went up to get his gold medal, and they gave him a, another medal for, like, his age group. And maybe they only give the age group winner the medal. But when I went up, I was like, oh, I think I was like second in my age group. And she goes, oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> you had me <laughs> no, one medal. Me. I was kind of like, I didn't want to be like a, you know, like, oh, well, where's my other medal? I was like, oh, thanks. Like, just took the one, took my bronze and and walked off. Yeah. But, um, yeah, pretty stoked about that. Was it a pretty big field? Like, um, Well, there was, there was a five, a 10, and a 15. And I reckon the five would have had shit. I'm just going to have a guess, say hundred. And then the 10 was the same and maybe, oh yeah, maybe like a hundred in the five and the 15, cause they started early. And then I reckon there was a hundred in the 10 as well, at least. What did your dad do? Yeah. me And so my dad, I think run just over 45 minutes and um, my sister ran about 46 minutes. She was just behind Whoa, him. Good. So not too far behind him. Yeah. Good. It was a good run. Uh, Winham, it was. Yeah. Winham no, Manly. No, I said, what did you run on? Did run. you run out at the crit track? No, it was along the waterfront. So like, oh, okay. like literally along a footpath that went all the way out, like yep. with the ocean on your right hand side and then just basically turned around at 5k, come back. Sort of undulating a few hills and a few turns, but mostly flat. And um, yeah, another good event. What what time did it kick off? Five past seven. Oh, okay. It wasn't uh, too, the wind picked up, didn't it? Yesterday? Yeah, it was getting pretty warm though. Like it real like even at seven o'clock, you're like, oh shit, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. But yeah. It's just like you know, it's not that hot that it's you you can't run or. You can't breathe or anything. It's just um, a bit yeah. warmer than what we've been running in. Yeah. But yeah, I um, good stuff. I had uh, I've been trying to get because I've been um, oh, you know, I'm always listening to different podcasts and that, and I've stumbled across this guy um, Jason Daniel. He's the CEO of LSKD. You know that, that yeah, like exercise Brisbane brand. brand, Brisbane brand, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, man. It's because he's got a wicked story. Anyway, um. I've been emailing, trying to get him on the podcast, but he's such a, he's like a massive deal and he's really uh, busy. And anyway, I emailed them and I got a reply from a guy and he said, oh, I'll put you on to our head of public relations. So then I, I emailed the head of public relations and the email address was Bream at LSKD. And I just figured, oh, that must be her name, Bream, <laughs> like B-R-E-E-M at LSKD. I was like, oh, okay. So I was, I was like, wrote an email. Hi, Bream. Um, I'm trying to get in contact Bree, with Jason. Was it? And, yeah. And then like, I get an Bree email M. back from Bree Masters. Yeah. Uh, Hi, Steve, blah, 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 blah. Um, anyway, she's, he's really, he's going to come on, but he's really busy at the moment. So it's going to be a little wait because it's peak season for their company and they're just working like crazy yeah. hours. But <laughs> so that was embarrassing enough that I called her Bream. And then I'm like, Bream, Bream Masters, I know that now. So then I straight away jumped on Google, took me to an Instagram page. She's like a multiple Olympian Australian representative sprinter, 250,000 
followers on Insta. Like I was just no. like, oh, you fucking dickhead. But um, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. But man, he's got a cool story. And not only that, he just broke three hours at the Goldie. So he's he's a shit hot runner as well. So be good to um chat to him about how he manages to train and run that huge business and and all the rest of it. But delegate. Yeah, yeah. Delegate. Employ people, Look, delegate, but still like that, you it know? sounds cool because they've got like it's kind of like he set the business up just so that he can train. So they've got like a full gym in the warehouse where they do like right. group sessions like on a Tuesday and a Thursday. They're like Nick Bear, Bear Performance. They've got their own gym and everything at their, their where at the office and their warehouse and all that. They stock all their stuff. Yeah, it's sort of similar to that. And um, geez, it looks cool. I guess it's good too because it motivates the staff. You know, everyone's training together. Yeah, keeps them all fit and all the rest of it. So if you're listening, Jason, yeah, if you get five minutes, jump on with us one weekend, mate. Be really good. And I'm uh, talking of, um, of like companies. Uh, I've reached out again to Luke. Him, I don't know if you'll be listening. He's sort of uh, quite high up at on running. You know the uh, cloud. Yeah. The cloud shoes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to see if we can test their new. They've just released the um, like their super shoe, their race shoe. It's really light. It's nice. Doesn't have so many holes in it as the um as like the normal sort of daily trainers but um it's got a plate in it as well and i i looked at those um when i was the brisbane marathon they look nice so we're going to see if we can get to, to test some of those out yeah there's Help loads of um brand. athletes in europe are using them yeah must be good did you guys manage to watch any of that stream last night from the world road running champs hey i no. see there was um there was a world record though. I took a screenshot. There was two yeah. men. There was a world. Well, I think there's actually a load because it's one of the first events I've done like this. So technically yeah. if you win, you, you're going to get the world record. The mar- the, um, the mile men's road mile was Hobbs Kessler got a 356.13. So that was uh, a world record for the road. Yeah. And the women's was a world record. Yeah. The women's was a world record. And the others were course records, but I guess that's not as, um, I'll quickly whiz through the results. So the women's 5k was won by Beatrice Chibet from Kenya, 1435. It was a Kenya one and two in the, in the 5k Ethiopia third. So Lillian Kasat Rengarut from Kenya was second. I'm not even going to try and pronounce third place. She's Ethiopian, um, men's was uh haggis Gepperet in 1259 which is a course record and 1259 like it's just insane eh? like it's sprinting yeah. um uh, second place was an ethiopian and uh third place was a kenyan with extremely hard to pronounce names the women's road mile yeah that was a world record um did you say her name nathan Dir- no Deribe Welt Tedge from Ethiopia, four minutes 20. Uh, second place, Ethiopian Rowenji Hailu, 423. And then Faith Kip Yagam from Kenya, 
she's pretty well known. She was third, 4.26, that's a PB. And then fifth place was Jessica Hull from Australia, 4.32. Bloody good run. Mm. Um, yeah, and the, the men's road mile is actually interesting because the the American that, that broke the world record, Hobbs Kessler, he's run 3.56. And the second place was Callum Elson from um, Great Britain, 3.56.41. Oh, Uh, Samuel Prakel from USA, 356.43 was third. But Callum Elson from England, he's completely unsponsored. So he's on that um, Run It Three Ways podcast. He's one of the hosts with that Ben Felton. And um, he's been saying that, like, he's had all these companies that want to work with him, but he was, like, holding off until he'd done this race because he was saying, I'm going to win the race and then I'm going to like, you know, try and negotiate a better deal. And on his Instagram, he, he's, he put up and, you know, with his silver medal and he said, today's price is not yesterday's price. <laughs> I thought that oh, was nice. really cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the, the women's half was one, by, well, it was first, second and third was Kenya, which is exactly the same for the men's. It was a Kenyan, Kenya one, two, and three. That was one by Perez, Jip Churu in, 107.25. Margaret Chalimo, Kip Kemboy was 107.26. So only a second behind. Catherine Raleen and Manangol, 107.34. So not too far behind. Um, the, the team half marathon event was obviously won by Kenya. Second was Ethiopia. And third place was Great Britain and Northern Ireland. So that's pretty good. Um, British and Irish got a bronze. Uh, men's half marathon was Kenya one, two, and three again. Surprise, surprise. Sebastian Kamaru saw in fifty nine ten. Man, under an hour. Um, second place was Daniel Simu Ebenyo in fifty nine fourteen, and third place was. Samuel Mayamba Mayamai Mailu in fifty nine nineteen. Holy crap, that's a close finish for those yeah. three. Yeah, for twenty one k and then just finish it that close. across the line. Yeah, I'm trying to find the full list because um, Tim Vincent, former guest of the show, he uh, he was having a really good run. He was like right up the front towards the start. Oh, so he was forty eighth. In one hundred three forty, um, wow. which is, oh man, that's that's is that really, PB for him. I don't think it's a PB. Very close. It's in that four minutes he's lost forty five positions from first, second, third. Yeah. Oh, crazy, God. isn't it? Absolutely crazy. Ed Goddard was seventieth in one hundred five forty six. Um, other Aussies, Sinead Noonan. She was in the five k. Oh, sorry, half marathon one fifteen twenty nine. Izzy right. Bat Doyle was fourteenth, one ten oh eight. Shit, that's a bloody good run. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was the Aussies. Oh, I know. I was trying to watch them on the live stream, but one, it dropped out. Mm. It made you log back in and all that. So that was a pain in the ass. That was on the World Athletics website, and then I just watched it on Facebook on live run, but. I, I didn't see the Aussies finish because they just sort of showed mm. the winners at the end and a bit of a shame. But yeah, bloody Tim Vincent, man. Wow. It's a good run from him. 
Yeah, well done. He's, uh, you know, you'd have to think he's an Olympic hopeful for the marathon with a time like that. You know, what's the uh, two oh eight is the qualifying time? You've got to think maybe two oh eight nine. Is it two oh eight nineteen? It's two oh eight. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, he got thirty nine, didn't he? Yeah, he missed. Two oh eight thirty nine, missed it by twenty seconds. Yeah, but you think that for the next um. Olympics, Tim Vincent will be just a bit older, have his man strength, a bit more experience, all the rest could make the marathon team for sure. Definitely a good half. Like half is kind of like more his distance at the moment. Hey, yeah, yeah. To get his, uh, yeah, they don't just don't do the half at the Olympics, unfortunately. But yeah, so have you have you done the bridge to Brisbane before, Steve? Years ago. What years you, ago. Can you remember your time? It was 12K did, then, wasn't it? I did look it up. Didn't it used um, to be 12K then when we did it? Actually, I think it's on my Instagram. Just keep chatting and I'll try. I'll find it. I'll just bring it up. Um, last night, Taz said, oh, he's he's keen to race you on the day. And, um, Taz. Yeah, yeah, Taz. That, was it? We were watching yeah. the footy over at Sam Himes' house last night. I'll have to and, watch um, my back because he's in good form at the moment. Well, he's Taz really, Savage. Yeah, he hasn't really run like a a proper fast 10k he's been doing a lot of um other events where he's running fast you know what i mean so he got he got 121 at sunny coast like low 121s yeah which is a little bit slower than you but the other day okay so going off a comparison of your run today you got 36 what'd you get today 36 30 and on a 13k run at kangaroo point the other day he got 3708 Holy shit. And that, that was for full 10. Yours is 9.87. So and he's... Um, oh, so his he's 10K split was that? With, oh. Within within that 13K run oh, was... Yeah, that was his PB, I guess, or fastest effort on Strava. So he's keen. He's keen oh, to... I mean, he told me on. last night, he goes, he's going to have to beat me. That's, that's what he said. I'll have, have to, to sit behind him. him. <laughs> he's going to have to beat him, he said. He reckons if it come down to a sprint finish, it's on. He'll have me over this in the sprint, I reckon. I'm just trying to find my. Uh, I've definitely got this photo somewhere. Of... He picked up um third place at Sandgate on Saturday, Sandgate Park Run. And he passed what? five people in the last K or so. What did he run? Um, I think it was eighteen. I think I think eighteen thirty something, from memory. But before he did that, he did a seventy k ride. Of a 5k warm-up jog from Decker Park to Sandgate. So which was at about 20 minutes. So a 20 minute warm-up for 5k. And then he run the 18 minutes 30 straight after that. He picked up third pace. But he finished after that 10k like at, at good pace, he finished on a, a 326 kilometer. Hell, that is flying. That's motoring after 10k and a 70k ride. Strong man. Yeah, when you can do shit like that, it's your strength. That's all that cycling. Yeah, makes um, your legs so strong. So that's that's where we're at. Last night he said, "I'm going to challenge Steve Woolley," and he goes, "If it comes down to a sprint finish, it's on." (laughs) I'll have to. It's pretty pretty good stats though. Like considering he dropped that ten in a thirteen k just out of nowhere and got you know thirty seven oh eight, and today you race. Was that in a race or what? No, it was just a a run in the morning. Yeah, he's been working in the city, so I'm assuming he. Obviously, he had to run pretty hard to do whatever he was doing. Sorry, and I've just found that result. I was wrong. It's the that was the city to south race. Oh, okay, 
Yeah. And I don't have the time anyway, but yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was the same race, but no, but I have done um, bridge to Brisbane. I think I've actually done it a few times. I did it years and years ago mm. when it was the, you know, when you used to chuck your change in the toll booth as you drove through. Oh, I did no. it way back then. Yeah. When they had that. And then I did it. Uh, yeah, I think I've done it since they've changed to the electronic thing. Yeah, as well. okay. yeah. I just know that it's a complete nightmare to get to the start line. Like yeah. I've got a mate it that is. lives at Marie, so I'm going to park. I think I'm going to drive in early in my ute and just park it at his house and just walk jog yeah. to the start line and, they do have all public transport included in your ticket. And I think it's hit and miss because last two years ago, we jumped on a bus from Chamside and got a, like a shuttle straight to South Brisbane at, I think it's Maria's there or whatever. And then basically we just walked up a hill, did a warm up. We had time to do a warm up and jog and everything and then jumped in the queue for the lineup. Last year, we sort of tried to do the same thing. And Daniel O'Hara carpooled a bunch of us in his, in his car to... I think the Valley or something. And we went to central station, got a bus from there and ended up doing like a whole tour of the city, picking up all the different spots. And it stuffed us up, man. Cause it got us to the Marie site right on the start time, like a minute before the start. And we were still like a couple of Ks from yeah. the, the start line. Man, so I don't want to deal with that. I want to <laughs> know, know that I'm there at least half an hour before to have a yeah. jog and all the, I know. All the loo. But yeah, once you're sort of there, once you finish it, you just jump on a bus and it takes you back to wherever you sort of started. So, which is pretty cool. It's like just getting out of there. They don't stop anyone. They just like see you all in your in your running gear and off you go. Get on the bus, fill it up, and drive you to wherever, and take you to the train stations and away you go. So it's pretty cool. They sort of it's a mass exodus at the end. Man, but, um, just for me, like for running that course because I haven't done it for so long. What's your memory of it? Like just blast straight up up the over the bridge and then is it sort of flat for the rest of it it's uh the next couple of k's are really quick because they're on that sort of um i think it's i can't remember the name is that kingswood smith drive yeah you're so sort you of get to the, the left get, the k is at the top of the bridge at the very top so then from there the next k down second k is really fast like you'll be three minutes or something pace probably and then the couple after that because you've been running downhill and and you got fresh legs, I guess you're only two k's into it. The next couple are really quick. It all starts to get interesting when you get to inner city bypass, which is about I think the eighth k. It goes oh, down yeah. the bottom of the inner city bypass, and yeah. the next one k is all uphill. That's how that's how it feels, I guess, because you're obviously well, your legs are starting. It to would be yeah. What k would you be out there? Do you reckon eight at the bottom? Oh, there's awesome. actually a you right go down in. you go down into it, and at the very bottom you run past the eighth k marker. And then it's a grind up that hill and it kind of bends around the edge of the river, but you're still going up. And then I think it goes flat for maybe half a K or so. And then it just feels like it's undulating the last bit. So I remember talking to the boys last year and he goes, here's that last K or so. It really sucks because you think we should just end because it's just up and then you go down and it's up and then you go down and sort of, and then you sort of get to the crossroads there. It's like a bite, like a five-way bypass there. And then you cross all that and then you sort of see um you know 500 to go sign or something or other and then it's sort of flat along the road and then you turn a corner and down the hill into into the finish shoot so it's a really fast finish but yeah that eighth k is a real killer but yeah that's You'll like be... when you're right in the heat of it too you know at eight kilometers yep. in you're just hurting yeah and it'll test your legs too i think inner city bypass got me a few years back 
I think just I just got to there and went, I was flying, and then I just lost it at that point. Yeah, but last year I pushed, pressed on through and got a little bit quicker than the year before. Now, I think the only thing disappointing about the bridge to Brisbane is anyone that's trying to run a real fast 10k, it always seems to fall short. So, even if you're on a flyer, you might not register a 10k, you know, split. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see what everyone shows up again this year. A little bit short, isn't it? Yeah, so. But yeah, that's that's where we're at. It'll be good to see you guys smash it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I reckon um Taz is one of them guys too that's he, he's still improving. Like he sort of like yeah. my improvements now are getting <laughs> smaller, smaller yeah. and smaller, whereas he's still taking big chunks off. So he's likely to just run like 35 minutes, something like Yeah. My PB is I was thinking about it this morning. My uh, 35.39. Yeah. So that would have got me second. I would have probably gotten just past Peter Bracken this morning. But when yeah. I did do that, it was perfect conditions. Uh, that was in a time trial at um, Sandgate during COVID. Yeah. And I had uh, Lewis Purcell just drag me through that last 5K. Yeah. I dare um, say at Bridge to Brisbane, though, you'll have so many pace groups to run, not just two or three people in front of you that, like today, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you look at your splits from today, from the turnaround, your last 4Ks are all progressive, like within like eight seconds of each other. So you actually got faster and faster and faster right to the end because you're chasing that guy down for one. Yeah. And then trying to stay ahead of him the other and then sort of trying to hold that position kept you going. So I'm assuming you'll go a little bit quicker at least, like running in so. groups like that. But um, I did check the other people's Strava and everyone had the, basically the same pattern as me. Yeah. Like the, yeah. it was Even sort of like that, sister, you know, like yep. fast, slow in the middle and then slightly yeah. quicker again. But man, I tell you, I got near the finish line and you know, when you're like, when you're a kid and you, you're sick and you're going to vomit, you get that like, like your glands or whatever it is here, like really, so you feel like you're throat kind of swelling up a bit like when you're going to spew when i come near that finish line my my i felt like i could have actually chunned today like i was pushing that hard really? yeah. when i got over the finish line i just like i got down on one knee really <laughs> took a few deep i was sucking them in i was like oh the part it was just the pain it wasn't the breathing or anything it was just i'd been in pain for so long like i'd really pushed to catch that guy it just buried me but yeah yeah, got an easy jog tomorrow and I'll be back on the back working hard again. Yeah, don't forget how you run next Sunday. Yes, yeah. Mate, is it like, I think from memory, I'll have to check my emails, but I think there was like a nine and a 13. I might have only entered the nine. Yeah, it was a short, yeah, it might have been eight and a half or something and a yeah. 12.2. So unless you did, I don't know. They both go along the same course, I think. Yeah, SEQ, isn't it? yeah. I did the long course, which is 12.2. It's just an out and back. So six out, six back. And you just repeat the reverse of the course that you run out. Yeah. It's along the back end, Nath. You know, like that loop around the, it's the red run loop around Inogra. So you do it anti-clockwise, the way you join back onto the Inogra circuit. And then yeah. you go over those last couple of big bumps and then up the hill and then down to the finish chute. So going out, you just sort of do the back bit. But it's pretty hilly. It's like 400, I think I read it's 460 or 480 meters of elevation. So you go out over two really big hills and then you come back over those two big hills. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty, uh, 
pretty hilly. It's hope it's not too hot. Um, but uh, yeah, you'll probably do e-brake or 69 brake, do you? I'm not sure. No, I think you just head to the inaugural circuit. You go straight down the, up that hill at the start and then down to the water, and then you just yeah. follow the, the inaugural circuit, yeah. So I don't think you go up e-brake or anything. It just goes straight out along the inaugural circuit. And when you get to the top where you duck back down into the circuit, they keep going out along one of those fire roads that come around the back like you did on BTU. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it just has a turnaround point up the back where you start heading uh, towards Mount Nebo. Yeah, yeah Mount Nebo broke. Yeah. That's quite hilly. I'm assuming you run up to that turnaround point and then, yeah. then you go back down and do those two bumps and then back up that finish hill and then down down the final hill to the finish line. Yeah. Mate, this this time I'm gonna play it smart like I did at Lake Manchester. As soon as I hit them like ridiculously steep hills, because I know there is one that's about two hundred meters long on that course. Yeah. yeah. I'm power walking. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna bother trying to run up them hills. I'm just gonna do what the what what look what the experienced trail runners seem to do is they just start power walking and straight away I'm just gonna do that. Yeah. Reckon yeah. it saves your legs, eh? And then we got um don't forget is Lake uh the Lake Manchester uh not Lake Manchester Mount yeah. Glorious Mount Glorious coming up that's the weekend after um Red Run Red Run yeah yeah are you doing that are you well I might do it yeah like I haven't probably been doing the training but look we've got all of October to train um so yeah I might. I'd like to do the three in a three in a row. That would be like three years in a row. What date is it? I'd have to double check. I was thinking you've got like probably one, two, three, four, five. You got at least six weeks. Yeah. Yeah, seven weeks you've got. Seven weeks. So I just have to look at um heaps of time to get fit for that. <laughs> I'd have to go to um, K, isn't it? Queensland twenty twenty two K, I think it's Queensland running. Also, whilst you're looking that up, I'll um when I won that um, Lake Manchester 10K, I got a gift voucher for Runvolt, which is like a local running shop in Brisbane. Give them a shout out because their website's really good. And they've got everything, road running, trail running, everything you can think of. Really good gear too. Really good website. Check it out. I think their shop is near the Gabba in Brisbane. Really good hats and... Um, Socks and shit, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, mind you, if you want your socks, you can't go past RPV local guys. Yeah, yeah, I've got to try them out. Yeah, bloody, and they're selling hats too now. Get yeah, they got some good gear right on there, on there. and every color scheme too. <laughs> Mate, the socks are just wicked. I'm not. That's like a plug, but it, but they are actually. Wicked! I wore them today. I've been wearing them at all the sessions. Have you wore, have you worn my pair? Yeah, I have. I wore them today. <laughs> I'll have to have a look at them before, like see what they're. Sometimes there's certain materials that um don't don't go well with my feet. Running. They come up your leg about <laughs> like sort of probably halfway up your shin. Yeah, I like that. But it just depends what the material is made of. Just, just really comfy. I've seen Steve um, wearing them. They're very similar to your crew length ones of those um, Rebel Sports. Have you got? Have you still got a pair I could try, Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, so they're not that long. Yeah, sort of yeah, come up halfway good. up your shin like that. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to. Um, when I see you, I'll get them off. Get Mate, pair. And they're off. only cheap too. Like they're 
like between 50, I think the most expensive pair is 20 bucks, like 15 bucks. That'd be good. Get on it. So Mount Glorious is Sunday, the 12th of November. The only thing is it's like, if you park out there, you got to get the bus back with them or someone drive you back to the uh, start or you can run back, take the short route back. You got six weeks. Yeah. Get fit for that. Easy. I got to see how much uh, register, how much it is to, to enter. It's 85 bucks. You got your number, Steve, for Bridge yeah. to Brisbane? Yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, you could jump in with me, Steve. I'm going to drive my ute. Yeah, I will, yeah. I'll see what happens. I've got um, the Marie. other crew that um, we carpool each year or do whatever together, but I haven't organized anything yet. I'll see what happens. Yeah. Bit of a stuff around with that for me. Because I registered a, a time because I put myself in the 40 to 50 time category if yeah, you're coming Chris. if you're driving into brisbane with taz yeah i've got a drink i've got to give him he's got it over before the start Nothing right, just a nice drink he can nice <laughs> taste i just wanted to get his re review on get, it you're doping him sleeping tablets in it he's put a laxative in it and be like oh no oh yeah there imagine that at the start line he'd be like get out the way <laughs> the portal no. uq ducalax yeah. yep yeah, I, I put me in time down for the 40 to 50 minutes it's in that group and oh, then um yeah. the lady contacted me saying that my um time wasn't in within the last two years and i put in a bloody I put in a bridge to Brisbane time, my time from two years ago or something like that. I just found it and logged that in, but she said it's out of date because they swap it every year. Sometimes it's October. And then this year, so sometimes it's early, like September or whatever. And then other times it's October. So last year it was early and two years ago, it must've been early. So I put it in from two years ago and that was over the time limit. They have allowed two years for that, you know, the race that you got to put in for your time. So what are they going to say? You can't start in that start category. So now they're saying I can't. They've sent. They go. They've already sent the bib number out, and you're in the uh, above fifty minute category. Oh, and I say, can't. Just... So what's stopping me from jumping in with my mates? And they go, oh, they've got security and things oh, like that. Mate, I'll pull the bib no, number out, and I went. Just rubbish. literally walk into the where you want to start and just go for it. Yeah, and Daniel goes, if we get in the middle of it, it's like three lanes or whatever gateway, no. four lanes. No, he goes, if no exactly. one's going to come out and bloody get you. No one's going yeah. to see, and it's all net times. As soon as you cross the the map, the pad, so it doesn't really matter where you start, does it? Yeah, no, just be on your your, you know, your yeah. chip, chip will go yeah. over the map. The problem it's is if you time, go not... into that other group, it's a massive disadvantage because you haven't got people running the time you want to run, and you got to bloody pass everyone. So for me, I'm just going to yeah. wing it. I'm going to go in with where I should have been and just see how I go from Sub there. Sub forty group you want to be in with. Yeah, well, to get a great time would be awesome because obviously the people that get out of the way. The problem with going in, uh, like in that category they put me in, in above 50 minutes is I'm going to be running like well and truly quicker than that. And there's going to be so many people that are there earlier than me that are going to be in my way. So, yeah, you'll we had zig, a bit... You'll be zigzagging the whole way. That'll oh, just, no, no. no way. Just I'm going to just go jump in the, I'm just going to jump in the 40 minute group and go from there. If they pull me out, they pull me out and I'll just jump back in again. I'll so, jump the fence. so when you entered that, they asked you to put your, what your expected time was. And yeah, but there's no, I don't time. remember anywhere that it had in the next, in the last two years, send us a time. I just put a time in and then it said, no, it's expired. It was over two years ago. I went, well, it was a bridge to Brisbane time. I actually rang the lady when I was on holidays. I said, it was a bridge to Brisbane time. I've only done it like for the last two years. So how has that expired? And she says, oh, because the times change year to year, depending on the, the roadwork network, whatever it is, the main roads. So but this how do you verify time. your time? 
So you just send a link to a Strava um, or, mm. a, or a comp, like a, like a run that you've done. Finish, so yeah. basically you just tag it and, and say... You, you, Do you think they've got the time to sit there with thousands of people entering and they go sit there and, and they check? Verify it. And yeah. that's crazy to think they're going to sit there and check your link and then take the time nah. to like phone you or email you and go, oh, no, you're in the yeah. wrong... You're in the wrong... No, it's the bib color. So Steve just held his bib up's blue and mine... Yeah. I'll get it. Hang on a sec. But yeah, just talk... Yeah, that like, just sounds ridiculous. Who's got the time to do that? I know, man. Just, eh? It's just like, just you know, maybe they don't. But I mean, you know, like in that when I was at Sydney, there were so many people that started in the A wave with me, which would they were walking. So I don't know how why they. You know, obviously they weren't verifying. They well, they never verified your time, but. People would start it and were just like almost just walking, like jogging. So that says how they verify it, right? So, Steve, if you hold yours up, yours is Blue Elite. And I put yeah. my name down for Red Elite, which would have had a red number or a red ticket. And then this is green over 50 minutes. So that's the only way they're going to be able to see is that middle bit. So if you cover that up, it still looks the same as Steve's. You yeah. did it last year, didn't you? Yeah. But for some well, reason, I picked my time from the year before, which was we'll over two years an- expired. I'll just send you another link. Jesus Christ. Get in the elite start and just. I'm just going to leave it and just going to go with me, mates. That we, we're all supposed to be running together again the same as last year in that same group. And I'm just going to jump in there. If someone pulls me out, I'll just jump the fence and jump back in with them again. I did last oh, year. Mate, down at the Gold Coast, like right no before the marathon, I, was, I jumped the barriers to start warming up. And like one yeah. of the marshals come and like tried to make me go back over the barriers and walk. And I was like, don't put your hands on me. I could just, I'll just run around him. And he was like, yeah. I can't go on there. Yeah. Well, last <laughs> year like, we were running late yeah, and right we just ran it. all the way around the outside and jumped into the, the area we were supposed to be anyway. No one stopped us. So I can't see how they're going to stop you this year. There's so yeah. many people. There's like 40 or 50 of people, people, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the lady goes, oh, if you really want to verify it and bring it in, she said, come in. When is it on a Sunday? She goes, you can come in Saturday into the city and come see me in the valley or whatever or wherever. And she goes, if you drive all the way in there, she goes, I'll change it for you personally. I'm just like, oh, this is gonna, that's not happening. I'm not wasting hey, why don't time. Just send, just send her a, you could just say, oh, hang on. While you're there, I'll send you another link. Bang. Yeah. And she right. goes, oh, there's, because they posted it two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And she said, it's in the mail. And I said, I'm away on holidays. And I've been away and nothing showed up at her house. So it was a week after I spoke to her that it come, right? And she said, so what you can do is post it back to me and then I'll post it back to you again. And I'm thinking, there's only like two weeks till the event. It's not going to happen. And she no. said, well, just come in and see me and I'll change it for you personally. So it's a bit of a dick around, but I said, I'm just going to wing it. I said, what's what's going to stop yeah. me jumping in with my mates and running from that position? And she says, oh, there's a security everywhere and they'll just pull you out and um, pull you to the side and make you get back into the right area. I'm thinking, I don't think that's going to happen. There's that many people. Yeah. It's, a, it's a huge run and... I doubt they're going to be looking for people with different colored bibs in amongst everyone with all the different colored outfits on and everything. There's no way they see it. If you wore it down around your waist on a, on a belt, they're not even going to be able to see it. No. So I'm just going to go with that. Yeah. You could have, um, you could wear a t-shirt over the top of it, dump it at the start line or whatever. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Anyway. It's, it's weird how little things are like that and they've got no way to fix it. Like there's no instant way to fix anything like that. And it's just the simplest and also, stuff at my end. But... Is it going to be a proper 10K this year? No, that's is what it 9.8 last year. 
Yeah. Yeah, a lot of non-lines. Uh, it's always about 100 metres short. They're taking the time to worry about people's exact time. Oh, it's two years out of date. And then uh, they can't even get the course to proper 10K. No. Nah. The big, so, I think the biggest problem with that course is because it's like three lanes or more at some sections, everyone's apexing so big. Like you, at one stage, you're running on the gutter on one side and there's like three lanes of road out to the side. It'd be another one of those things. Like if they go off the middle lane, I'm sure it'd be 10, 10K, but I just, that's, it's so easy just to push the start back a bit. Like, yeah. The finish oh, can yeah. still be where the finish is. It's just they got all that road on the other side of the gateway. They can just go back another 10 metres, uh, like 100 metres. Yeah. What does that matter? Yeah. Which which side of the bridge does it go up? Is it the like when you right. – I know you're on the Marie side, so is it on the left side or the right side? It's heading back. You're on the uh, – You're on the side on the left, that's actually – On the left side. Left. They close oh, the okay. end of the city, yeah. They close. Oh, because then you swing off to the left at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So, and there's a time limit. I think they give you it to about 10 and it reopens. So, basically, they just have it closed for that time. Cool. It's a pretty quick event, though. We, we read the results last year. And I think, you know, crazy, crazy figures. Ben Mallon was in there in, in the low end of it, at 32 or 33 minutes or something. Simon yeah. Bradbury is one of those age guys that come flying through, I think, at 32 minutes or something. But, be interesting to see how it all goes because weather wise, it started like you say, it's heated up real quick. Winter just disappeared, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, just like overnight. Hey, yeah, and yeah, it is a later start that one. So, we'll see, it's always really hot at the end of that. But, um, yeah, the only I think the only hard part of that is getting like you say, Steve, you'll be on a flyer, and the next minute you hit the inner city bypass and that little down bump followed by a, you know half a k or so of uphill usually gets everyone that's why i've been doing the hill reps yeah you'll be running right. hills and all that yeah but yeah cool well um i stopped training today two weeks no running mm. since uh sydney hoping that my legs have uh have recovered and uh purchase of the week well i've got a couple really but one is that me I bought them weeks ago, but they finally turned up with me compression leg things. After we had, um, who do we have on? What's his name? He uses him. Matt Archer. Matt Archer was raving about them. So I got a pair and uh, apparently they were lost in the post a couple of times. And then they finally arrived after like the fourth day of being emailed to say it's arriving today. And um yeah, I've used them a few times. They've been pretty good, especially after my Lexus. I did the weights. So the only real training I've done is uh, I did a hike yesterday up Mount Gungun and back, and then uh, I did weights on Thursday and did legs. And uh, I use those compression uh, leggings. I don't know. What's the proper name for them? Compression. Leg sleeves, maybe? Compression sleeves, yeah. yeah. All the way up. And, uh, yeah. Boots. Didn't have any. Compression boots. You've crashed in boots, that's it. I, I didn't have any leg ache on Friday or Saturday, so um, maybe they're pretty good. Help, just help me with recovery. What's the feel that where you got them on? What's the feeling that you get? Is it is it rotating? The feel doesn't like them. She feels like she feels like she's like uh, she's gonna just lose her leg. You know, it's like having a you know when you have your blood pressure taken, that mm. cuff around your arm, uh, yeah. it goes tight like and it relaxes. Python around your legs. 
Yeah, is but I whole, quite like is it the them. whole leg at once, or does it do like bits? You set it up. So yeah. I've got a, like you can do it in sequence, or you can do there's like three different ones. I can do sequence, something out, combination, or or uh, the two together. So yeah, one comes up and then it goes. It must use the air from that going the next one, and then the next one up, and then it starts okay, to get yeah. to your foot. So it's sort of like pushing all the blood, like a rotation. Up. Yeah, I actually don't mind it, but you can set how high you want so it starts at 50 and goes 60 70 80 so i had it yeah i was doing that 16 and i went to 70 and it was a bit like whoa it's getting tight i'm on the cusp of the size of a i got the medium for my which is for my height but uh i'm on the cusp of medium and large because when they fill up they sort of like feel like they get a bit shorter so i probably could have got away with getting the large but anyway there i just put my foot just pull them up a bit higher and yeah they seem pretty pretty cool don't feel like you're going to die that's that's the main thing when i use the the normatec ones at the recovery room <clears throat> like i just go full gas like max <laughs> and just the first few times it, it compresses it's a bit like oh shit like because it goes really yeah. tight around yeah. your leg but then after about five minutes it's like just super like you just lay there you could fall asleep it's so relaxing and yeah. then when you get up, you feel like you've had a massage because it sort of just forces all the blood around your legs. Yeah. Yeah. Really that is nice. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And my other purchase of the week, I got these yesterday, is um, they're thongs. They're arches. And they've got a really good, you see, arch support in them. Like a recovery thong. Yeah. So, like, I'm walking around the house with them on to help, you know, stop my foot collapsing. So just to help have a bit of arch support while I'm walking around the uh, walking around the house, uh, having just a bit of Hocker do a pair of them, very mm. similar. Do they? Yeah. yeah, I think there's a few out there. We just we happened to be in into sport and uh, and, and got them. I went, oh yeah, they'd be good. They'd help. You definitely feel them when you if you haven't if you've been walking around barefoot and then you put them on, you definitely feel the the difference. So yeah, I'm going to run this week. I don't know. See if I can get maybe forty. 50k hopefully me see how my ankle is yep. you know because i've done that achilles ache and that tendinopathy but it's been fine been walking around not, not felt it so i'm hoping that um i can train this week and it doesn't hurt so i'm gonna go for a trail run uh this afternoon and um yeah. go from there i might have missed it Me's probably already talked about it on the shows but do you think that's from doing the three marathons in a row i think my honest thought is maybe yeah too much not recovered enough yeah. uh maybe a little bit of weakness in that leg and too much road running and i've got to go back to and i think you my ankle got a bit weak because i wasn't using the um you know trail running your ankles are working more so they're Stringing. keeping strong yeah. i've been doing road road i can't remember the last time i did a proper trail run and i think that really has been the the issue is that I've lost some of that stabilization strengthening. Plus I haven't been, haven't been doing much gym. So I've just been concentrating on two different sorts of calf exercise, like a seated calf raise. And then like almost not a fully straight leg, but slight bend in the knee, like calf raise uh, to hit the soleus and then the gastroc, two different muscle groups there of the calf. Um, and then I've been doing these exercises that the physio gave me as well like to help just, you know, body weight, just one leg strengthening that, that calf 
And I also probably think added to that is that I've been running a lot of road, not running in super shoes, but I've been running the road and uh, not had a good uh, maybe support in my shoe. I think the Adidas really set it off. It was there too hard. The Boston 10s I've got. Matilda's just got a pair of Boston 12s cheap from the Adidas shop at DFO. And the cushion in them is a lot different to those to those uh, Boston 10s I've got. I think that was just, I did that 18K before Gold Coast sort of set them off. And then it was a bit sore after Gold Coast. Probably didn't let it recover. Then did, um, you know, I did the Sunshine Coast half in super shoes. And then I've done uh, Sydney. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd just get rid of them, sell them, or chuck them out. Like, look, I've got, at, look at, I've got them up for thirty bucks. I've haven't done many Ks in them. I've done like a hundred and something Ks in them, so I still can't sell them. Like, but, look at Matt Flannery. Like, he bought those Pumas and he was raving about them, and then like got a calf injury from wearing them, and then he's like, "Oh, recovered. Maybe it wasn't them. Put them back on again. Injured his calf again, but severely. Oh, like, mm-hmm. just keeps because they feel so nice to wear. He keeps wearing them, but." Yeah. Just got like a, I can't remember what grade, but he got a tear in it. So it's like he's had to have proper, you know. So maybe they're just a really bad, they're no support or just too soft or something. It's something, obviously. And just chuck them in the bin, like just get rid of them because you're tempted <clears throat> to put them back on and then you just do it all over again. Yeah, or use them for just kicking around him, but you wouldn't even want to be walking in them, would you? Like as a casual shoe. Maybe yeah. just use them for like yard work or something. I only say that, Steve, because like I had a brief talk with um, uh, Andrew Southwell from North Lakes Park Run, and he's been out of action for months now since before yeah, Gus Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I had ages. a chat with him, and I said, do you, uh, "Did I read correctly? You had gout?" And he goes, "No, nah, as a misdiagnosis." He goes, "I thought same thing when they told me that. I thought that was more of associated around beer drinkers, and they get they do a bump or something, and it gets infected, and it doesn't yeah, have a because of something that's in the beer or whatever." And he goes, and then it went from that to plantar fasciitis, thinking it could be that. And he said that there wasn't that either because that's under the foot. That's all associated with that. So it's obviously he's got some sort of Achilles injury. And I said, man, I had the same thing years ago. I swapped to a super soft shoe for my my distance running. And I said, as soon as I did it, the very, I thought, when did this start? And it sort of coincided when I bought the new shoes. And it was a pair of Mizunos, but they were like a really soft stack. And I did two runs in them, and then I got that insertional tendonitis in me in my heel. And it's not in your heel; yeah. it's up up high towards where your Achilles joins on. And he said, "That sounds like exactly what I've got." And I said, "Remember, you? Um, I was talking to you. You bought a pair of Speedgates when they come out, the Speedgate Four, I think, the new ones." And I said, yeah. "And then since then, you haven't been running." And he goes, "I know." He goes, "I did a couple of trail runs, getting ready for like um, the Guzzler." And he goes, I did a faster trail run because I was short on time. And that's where it all started. I couldn't yeah. run after that. And he goes, maybe the, the, that's the shoe. You know, before that, that I was I, wearing Brooks. I can, I can pinpoint the first day I got that tendinopathy in that was when I wore a pair of um, Zoom Fly 3s. And they got a plate yep. in them. And I yep. went for a run. Uh, I don't know if I was running with wax. I'd run that run, then done 17K, and then uh, in those plated shoes, and I got back and I went, my ankle's sore, and I didn't wear them. Mm. And then I wore them again when we were on holiday in Twin Waters, not New Year gone, the New Year before. And I went for a 7K run, and bang, it was hurting again. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's those shoes, and I sold them. 
Yeah, yeah so there, there you go. So I said to him, I said, you know what you got to do is get rid of them shoes and don't run into them again. I said, because that's where it all started. He said, don't risk it and try and fix it and then go back and use them again and go through all this again. Yeah. I said, just don't wear them again. Yeah. So try something else. Yeah. Or go back to what you were wearing. If you still got your old trail shoes, get back in them because obviously you had no issues at that point. And I yeah. said, that's all I did. I just got rid of my shoes. I didn't wear them. I, I could put it down to I wore them, I get sore. And then I thought, oh, it's going away. And as soon as I wore them shoes again, it'd come back stronger. So I figure it's just your body's not used to the the, the amount of cushioning or something and it, and it reacts differently, you know what I mean? And you're stressing muscles mm-hmm. or, or tendons or something in that spot. And then it brings it on rapidly. So same as you, Nathan, obviously body's not used to the, that design of that shoe. So I just said to him, just get rid of it. And then he goes, what did you do after that? I said, talk to Steve's dad. And he said, just run it off. So I run through it all. And then one day he said, how's your ankle going, Steve? And I said, oh, shit, I haven't even thought about it. And he goes, when did yeah. it go away? And I said, yeah, it did. It, it just went away without me thinking about it. It was one of those things. I got about two or 300 meters into the run. It was excruciating. And then if I kept running, it just disappeared. And I could run fast. And it was almost the same as my hip flexor problem. It, it I could persist with it for the run, but then afterwards it's like sit down or something and you got to get up. It's like, oh shit. And that first step or that first whatever. But yeah, it just disappeared. I don't know how it just disappeared. I just didn't go back to them shoes. Well, you know what happened with me is that when I was running faster, I ran for like, like your dad said, run it off. Just before the Sydney Marathon, I went for like a 12K run and I got to about 8, 9K. And I started picking up the pace to like 5, 13 just for the last few Ks, just, you know bit of it just to get home i'm not that not that that's like fast but i was faster than i was going and i was sort of like getting down to sort of race racy pace mm. and uh it went it stopped hurting mm. and then in the city when i did the sydney marathon mate, i didn't even really feel i taped it up nicely but i didn't really feel that ankle like wasn't wasn't an issue my right quad was was the issue it was like fatiguing and uh like bit of high up on the IT band, but mate, I finished and I was like, my ankle was fine. So um, I think it's a bit as well as a bit of a, I always seem to have that left calf kind of issue. It's like a, uh, uh, what's the, what's the word? The, um, Psychological. Yeah. But pseudo like a, a like a kind of like a pseudo uh, effect. You, you know, I think, Oh no, I'm not going to, I'm hoping I don't get injured everything else. And you start, your mind makes you think about things. And when I was, remember I was running and I think, oh, is, is my ankle hurting yet? Is my Achilles hurting? I go, stop thinking about it because you're thinking about it, you're going to bring it on. So I said, all right, okay, well, stop thinking about it. I'll think about my right Achilles and yeah. can I feel my right Achilles? So I took my mind off of thinking. So I was just waiting for it to start aching. Um, but in the, um, in the Sydney Marathon, I didn't really have a problem with it. Mm. So um, I think it's those Adidas shit. Yeah, the Adidas shoes, I love them. And yeah. um, they just seem to sort of uh, agree with with my feet, especially yeah. running at distance. So. Yeah, I'm not saying your dad's always right, Steve, but he is right, eh? Yeah. <laughs> and, and when he and when he says you know you got if you got any niggles go go run on a trail or go to the grass fields and just do some laps some easy laps you still get the k's in he goes you're not going to injure yourself any further but also it might fix it because you're running on softer ground eh? and that run out of the dam is exactly right it's gravelly but it's softer than running on Soft, a footpath eh? yeah i don't know why they don't do a race out there because that is a sort of you could do an out and back race on that trail and you could really get some pace going you know mm. 
not super hilly like you could where's do a that 10K, um, you know bullocky rest yeah the only thing is you have to go up by the road a bit but what you could do is go down by the on the grass by the stay stay down to come up by the road just stay down by the grass by the dam yeah yeah, yeah. You just loop through the gates and swing sure. left, swing hard yeah. left down on the on the grass. Mm. Yeah, be a good place for a little run. Because what do we do out and back? We can make it like fourteen k. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Little fourteen k. Yeah, that could yeah. be the long long course. Just would there be enough room there with all the car parking, and then you know it's like yeah, council yeah. approval. Yeah, true. There's not many that. Dog walkers. Uh, the the path ain't that wide, is it? You know, you got to get. It might be a bit of a health and safety. Mm, maybe. maybe but it's a nice place for us to go for a run anyway yeah i agree it's nice there for mm. us locals it's somewhere you can just duck up to pretty easy <clears throat> yeah anyway all right oh no good well chat. done today well done steve third place yes, mate that's awesome we'll see you all at uh Inogra next weekend yeah. all right yeah have a good one awesome see you boys see, see you soon
Close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me in my imagination In my imagination Close your eyes Leave all your troubles behind Yes, it's fine I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.